0: Welcome to the Hello CEO Podcast, the show that is gonna propel your business forward one week at a time by putting you back in the CEO chair where you belong. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle, and in two years I built a successful six-figure wedding photography business, and I'm gonna tell you exactly how I did it. My style is giving it to you just like a business coach. Straight, raw, and real. So if you're a photographer, creative, or business owner looking to market, grow, and scale your business fast. Keep listening. Tag me on Instagram stories that you're listening, and let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to another episode on the Hello CEO podcast. Welcome. So, in this episode, we're going to be diving into the introductions of how to use film. Um, we can kind of talk about all of the formats, I guess. Um, so there there are two different kinds of film. There is 120 and 35 millimeter. So one thing that I've learned is 35 millimeter is a little bit more grittier. Um, and 120 film is much crisper. Um, and you get more exposures with 35. So you get, um, 36 images with 35 millimeter and then with 120 you can get anywhere between like 12 to 16 shots depending on if you're using like holga or a medium format camera so in short the 35 millimeter photos you probably can't blow them up too large i personally like 35 millimeter because it's easy for me to grab on the go i can just like take photos quickly it has a built-in light meter I use the Nikon F100 and um, I could just throw my 35 millimeter in my bag and move on now I do have to say my 35 millimeter is so heavy um, it's not the lightest camera in the world I don't know if it's like made out of real aluminum or something but it's almost as heavy as my DSLR if not actually it's, he- it's heavier because I have mirrorless now so never mind it's heavier um, whereas 120 film is probably going to have to be shot on a medium format camera, such as I've had the Pentax 645N2 that I recently sold because I just didn't use it a lot. I did love it, though. I loved the images that came out of it. Um, I did a couple branding shoots with it, um, and it was just, it was beautiful. It was fun. It was a really good camera. I just don't think it's feasible for me to carry on a wedding day, and do I like film that much? Is it a non-negotiable for me in my work? not really. I kind of just add it for that little bit of like editorial fun. Um, so I find myself using the Holga and my 35 millimeter more. So yeah, just for like a couple surprise, like, you know, rolls for my clients. Um, and then I know the popular um, medium format camera is the Context 645, which has a Zeiss glass, which is why people love it so much. The Zeiss glass is so sharp and buttery. It doesn't make sense, but when you see the images, then it will make sense. Um, and then there's the Mamaya 645, um, and I think the Pro is the newer version, which is a little bit more current. So those are kind of like the basic medium format cameras. I'm sure there's more, but those are just the three that I've ever had my eye on. So the Pros with the 120, like I said, it the images are, you can blow them up bigger. They're crisper. They're clearer. They're less grainy. Um, and it's pretty close to high resolution photos. I mean, I can't say I would blow up like a poster in my house, but it's pretty big. Like I don't, I mean, who blows up posters every day? Probably not like feasible, but it's it's pretty good for like an eight by 10. I've had photos shot and film and I love the butteriness anyway, and I could care less if there's grain. I see that as like creative expression. So now if you are shooting more predominantly film, and you really want to be more of like a hybrid shooter then i would suggest just buying the 120 getting the 120 film and then getting a medium format camera right away because i feel like that's just the way to go it's like i don't know i'm the type of person that just dives in um but if you're just a hobbyist getting started then maybe shooting a little bit of friends and family portraits get a really cheap 35 millimeter camera they're so cheap i mean i got my nikon f100 before like the really increase of film i got it and probably in 2015 wow and I think it was like 95 now now I think it's like 100 or 200 um but it's still relatively cheap I mean you you can get a camera for the price of like a good lens so um but anyway if you're starting with film and you're just not sure you really want to like shoot a ton of it and you just want to have fun with it the 35 millimeter is the best place to start and um I have the Nikon F100 so I don't have to have a light meter with me. I do have one um, because I bought one for my Pentax 645 but I like just being able to like look inside my camera and be like, hmm, overexpose it a little bit and move on. But If you don't have a 35 millimeter with a built-in light meter and it's not like half and half digital, then I would get a light meter um, and I will link below the one that I have in the show notes because I I don't have it with me right now. It's in the bag tucked away, but it works pretty well. So I'd say it's a pretty good beginner camera to use. I think people also use the Canon like AV1. Um, I'm sure all the other like cameras have really good starter 35 millimeter cameras, but I'm an Icon girl, so I have an Icon. Well, I was a past Nikon girl. Okay, so back to the light meter. The next step I would say be invest... I would invest in a light meter if you end up purchasing a medium format camera such as the Pentax N2. There's a 67, the Contax, the Mamiya. I mean, so on and so forth. If you have that, I think that you're going to need a light meter so that your images aren't trash and you aren't paying to develop trash. So you can expose for two different things. You can expose for the highlights or the shadows. I usually expose for the highlights and not the shadows because I kind of don't mind it to be moodier. So like when you're exposing it, is what you do is like you take your light meter and you press the button, like the rate button, and then you put it like maybe like under someone's chin where the shadow is. And if you want more of a light and airy photo, then you'll expose for that shadow. So you click the light meter under their neck so that way that it will expose for you. It'll just be a lighter image. Now I would expose for the highlights because I probably wouldn't want their highlights to be blown out. And I kinda like my images a little underexposed. Like I don't know, in between. Like I don't want them too light and airy. I don't I might I like them being what the natural eye is. So another way to use 120 film, which is what I'm doing because I actually bought 10 boxes in bulk. For some reason, this is crazy, okay? Before the rise of film hit, I think last winter I just like bought 10 boxes like 10 full boxes of 120 film and I just remember thinking why am I buying so much I'm like oh I'm probably just gonna use so much because I'm gonna be hybrid and now I get to use it all for Holga because they're sold out everywhere right now like film is always sold out I know very occasionally, like, the fine lab will just, like, say, oh, we have one little roll of film, and, like, you have to pay $10 for that. No, I like getting stuck in stuff in bulk. I want everything in a big box, and I want, like, 10 rolls. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so anyway, I had bought all those boxes of film, thank goodness, before the influx of the high rates of film, the film rates have actually gone up, too. But anyway, so I bought two Holgas. I bought one with Flash and one without the flash. So I can either add a flash on top of it and kind of control the amount of light or just shoot one without in bright sun. I've learned that the holga does really great in bright sun. Um I did have a couple light leaks, so I think I'm going to have to use some gaff tape on one of my holgas. I don't know which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's my white one. I bought a white one and a black one. I know, I'm toxic. So, I am but what people say is that when you have a holga and you look at it cuz it's it's so plasticky, it feels like It feels like a toy. It actually weighs less than I think some of my son's toys. So there are little gaps. Like when you close the film and you um, tuck it away, you'll see there might... Like if you push on it, it might come up a little bit and those will be where your light leaks are. So I think I need to kind of like um, tape up some of those little areas where the light has come out. But for the most part, after getting my first Holga developed, there was a couple things that I noticed. Um, The one without the um the one without flash built in I used it outside it did awful in the shade it only did good in full sun like there was a cute photo I took on vacation um and Ella was like posed with her besties and it's so dark and they were just in shade it wasn't even it wasn't even dark outside it was just in shade and so the photo never turned out and I'm like really sad about it I wish I would have took like two photos but Um the little the one that comes with the built-in flash that flash is like a baby flash. It's like it's it's not even as strong as an iPhone flash. So I think for sure like I would use that one for full sun and then like maybe if it's a cloudy day or something then that little flash will come in handy but probably not. Um and my black one is the one that has the built-in flash. My white one is the one that I can add a little flash on top of it. So I kind of bought the one that I've seen a lot of film um users buy because it's like just enough you just turn it on and off you don't have to have any settings on it or anything thank god I just don't want it to be too complicated I just like literally bought this to just play and have fun so that is kind of like my beginner setup and you're probably like oh my gosh Laura why are you telling us all this stuff and not showing us That's the part that I'm gonna get into, okay? So we're gonna be adding a live Holga masterclass to our signature course. It's gonna be like a a mini course on how to like play around with Holga, play around with film inside the cinematic editorial, our signature course. So if you're listening to this in real time, join before December 1st, where I will show you live and in person how I use the Holga. And then we'll combine that with some behind the scenes footage of how easy it is to use this amazing camera. I think the thing that I love so much about master classes is that you get to, one, see everything presented in real time because that is, like, my favorite everything always. And you also get to ask questions live so you don't have to, like, I don't know, remember to ask the question or just, like, worry about bothering anyone or forgetting to post it in the group. You can just ask it live and in person and then somebody else who probably has that question will be thankful that you did. That's the one thing I love about asking questions is that everybody benefits when people ask more questions. So yeah, it's going to be super fun. Um, I'm really excited because I've just kind of started playing around with film over the course of like a year and a half and it's been so fun. It's honestly changed the way that I see images. I feel like it brings the art craft back into the business. Like, With digital, you can overshoot. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you're always like, oh, I got to do all these presets. I got to do all this editing. But like, you know, with film, you have to be intentional with your images. You know, you only get 36, 35 millimeter. You only get 16, 120 film and you got to use it wisely. And you can't just like shoot and run away. You have to like compose your shot. You have to make sure the lighting is good. And you have to make really good decisions because you're paying quite a good money to get them developed and send them out so it's definitely like been so fun I think adding Holga to my wedding business has been fun for my clients I think my clients are loving the film and I think because of the craze of the editorial like niche right now and everybody just like wants that vibey celebrity you know nostalgic iconic look I think Holga just adds that and it's funny because he's like, you just press a button and that's it like you press a button and you advance the image forward on film and that's it you keep it moving it's you never know what you're gonna get. It's kind of like those one-time use cameras, those Fuji film back in the day. Oh, I love those so much. I might honestly start buying those just for, like, just for family functions. I'm bringing nostalgia back. I had, um, I had that Hooji app, and I used to use it all the time. I don't know what happened to it. I think the craze died, and I think I deleted it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should bring it back, but... I do miss it. And um, yeah, it'll be a fun way to get started, like to kind of spice things up in your workflow. And ju- it's not really adding to your editing queue either. You kind of just, the the lab will kind of take care of all of that, which we will walk through in the masterclass. So you don't have to worry. But anyway, if you're interested, don't forget to sign up for the cinematic editorial in time for our live Holga masterclass so that you can ask all the questions that you have. I will see you in next week's episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Hey, if you loved today's episode, I would love if you took a quick second to leave a rating and a five-star review. It truly means the world to me and helps spread the message to photographers just like you who want to go to the next level in their business. So if you're ready to grow your photography business, I want to take the time to invite you to apply to join The Wedding CEO. The Wedding CEO is my all-new online business coaching program for wedding photographers who are ready to grow and scale to six figures with ease. I'm talking an easy way to make 10K months and being able to grow something that will sustain your life and business until the test of time. Yes we know everyone out there is a photographer but with our three-part framework you will never experience the market is saturated mindset that everyone seems to have. We want your business to stand out and it will. We promise. So this will be your chance to get coaching directly from me to help you create a strong business foundation that has meaning and supports your why. Most coaches don't teach this. Discover how to push back the mindset blocks that are holding you back from your success so that people only want to work with you specifically how to execute a five-star luxury client experience that you hear so much about and gain the confidence to sell to your clients on sales calls in an authentic, easy way. Did I also mention accepted applicants will get an exclusive invite to a private advanced training with me where I'll be sharing exactly how easy it is to make your first six figures. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. So go to allorachelle.com slash apply I'll see you there.